Ladies and gentlemen, coming soon, a podcast you've all been waiting for. The Movie Podcast to End All Movie Podcasts. A podcast that discusses and critiques the best of the best and the worst of the worst movies playing at a theater near you. With a host whose opinions have been deemed as fact by your favorite fact checkers. And that's a fact. Without further ado, let me introduce you to the movie maestro, the tyrant of theater, the gumshoe of review, the man that makes theater employees and Hollywood execs shiver by his mere presence. Ladies and gentlemen, the judge, the jury, the sultan of cinema, Justin Hansen! Welcome to the Movie Wire. I bet all the listeners are wondering how to keep up with the Movie Wire. Everything is so hard with all the content out there, with all the new podcasts. Well, luckily, Newsly is a new audio app for iOS and Android. It picks up articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time in the history of the internet, the entire web becomes listenable. Browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. You can follow any topic as specific as you like, from sports, science, to Bitcoin. You can even follow a Kardashian. It will find you the latest articles and read them to you out loud. And guess what? The Movie Wire is now on Newsly as a featured podcast, and they have podcasts from over 50 countries. You can also get a one-month free premium subscription by typing in one of the Movie Wire's promo codes that will be listed in the podcast description. Stop scrolling. Start listening. Download Newsly today. Welcome to this week's edition of The Movie Wire. I'm your host, Justin Henson, and thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening, and hope you enjoy the show. This week, we have a great lineup. We will be reviewing the new Michael Bay action thriller, Ambulance, the new family film, The Bad Guys, with our guest kid reviewer, Brooklyn, who's been here the last couple of episodes, giving her take on some new family movies. You will be getting the kid and adult review of this new family film. Ready to hear it? Let's get into it. Officers down in front of the bank. Automatic weapons being fired. Easy, easy, easy. You want to drive or can I drive? Bank robbery suspects have taken an ambulance. I got a cop shot. Got to get him to the hospital. We're doing hostages now. I came to you for a loan. You're my brother. Have I ever gotten you anything that I couldn't get you out of? Lock everything down. We're just trying to get home. We don't get to walk off into the sunset. I have a plan. are following these two suspects. Woo. Get to chill out. Get to chill out. Hit me up. What's going on in there? These guys are nut jobs. Right here it is. Say, takes me away to where I always wanted to be. Hey, what's up, big guy? Just waking up? Does your wife know you're up, Banks? I'm sorry, brother. Sorry that brought you into this. I just want things to be the way they used to be. We are trying to save you. I'm gonna get you back home, little brother. 
get everybody home. After a robbery that goes wrong, two criminals steal an ambulance to get away from the police in this high-octane thriller by Michael Bay. Now, given your opinion on Michael Bay, you may or may not like this movie. I still have PTSD from watching any of the Transformers movies. When you go into a Michael Bay movie, you don't go in expecting Shakespeare. You don't go in expecting a huge comedy. You don't go in expecting tears of joy or uh, sadness. You go in to see a lot of things go boom. You see a lot of in-your-face camera shots, fast-paced camera angles, and that's what you get with a Michael Bay picture. But at the end of the two-hour mark, are you entertained is the point of going to go see this movie. If you go into this movie expecting anything other than that, you will hate it. Michael Bay doesn't disappoint in this movie. It is a pure action-packed thriller for two hours and 16 minutes for the runtime. Now, Michael Bay is known for his movies, again, all of the Transformers, The Rock, Bad Boys, Pearl Harbor, Armageddon, and a shit ton of music videos. And we're going to go ahead and get into the style in a little bit, but let's start with the stars of the show here. Uh, The movie stars Jake Gyllenhaal as Danny Sharp, Abdul Mateen as Will Sharp, Isaac Gonzalez as Cam Thompson, and the unrecognizable under a ball cap and sunglasses Garrett Dillahunt, who plays Captain Monroe. You might recognize him from Raising Hope. He does a fantastic job in this, and I had to double-take it because I knew I've seen this guy before, and I had to look him up. The cast is pretty damn good when it comes to this movie. The chemistry between the two criminals is actually in top form here. You actually enjoy watching them talk back and forth to try and solve a crisis, so... There is never a dull moment when they are talking to it, and that is in part to a good script. Let me back up a little bit. Good script means for this type of movie. Like I said, or I'm going to say in this uh, review, is the script is insanely basic, and it has to be because of the constant camera moves. They can't have a whole in-depth conversation while the camera is going a thousand miles an hour. So the actors have to be spot on on how they deliver their dialogue. How they do that in this movie is pretty spot on. They actually interact with each other with a lot of solid body language, delivering their lines as well. So with that said, the two do very good in this movie. You enjoy watching them on the screens. And the movie actually crescendos these characters where you actually start to feel a bond towards them, where you actually hope for the best for these two criminals. There are times where you just get angry at them, but at the end of the scene, you just still love these two guys. That is a work of good balance between the two characters. So kudos to Jake Gyllenhaal and Abdul on this one. They do a fantastic job. Now, the one thing we're going to get into is this is a total Michael Bay film. You can tell right off the bat. You don't even have to see the casting credits. You just watch the movie and you know, hey, this must be a Michael Bay film. The camera is very chaotic. This is probably going to be one of the most Michael Bay movies out of any Michael Bay movie that you'll ever see. The camera is very chaotic. It's moving all over the place for the entire two hour and 16 minute runtime. It does not slow down at all. If you suffer from motion sickness, you probably don't want to go to this movie. But a lot of people are going to have problems with this camera work. But I got to be honest, this actually worked for me. Throws almost a chaotic element into this movie where you feel where the actors are headed, where the characters are the adrenaline that they must be feeling. So I will give them credit for uh, this aspect on 
on it. The thing is, when you're adding that, it's a very slippery slope because you have to, you can't have long bits of dialogue. You're in the middle of a two hour and 16 minute runtime car chase in an ambulance. How much detail can the dialogue be? And I think the writer on this actually did a pretty smart thing. He kept the dialogue very simple, very short. It keeps the story moving along. There's no real slow parts. And it's not because of the chaotic camera movements. It's because the dialogue actually supports the active camera motion. The two complement each other very nice. And I will give credit to that. The biggest thing I have with this movie is how many dumb decisions everybody makes in this. And they're not just minor dumb decisions. You keep mouthing to yourselves, come on, multiple times in this movie. I mean, it is a dumb thriller. Now, the movie is based on a 2005 Danish film of the same name that only ran for 80 minutes. This movie ran for two hours and 16 minutes, and most of that is filled with, of course, the Michael Bay style of uh, explosions, things blowing up, cars turning over. You're looking at the made-up time on that, not in story, but just in explosions. Consider this movie like a two-hour and 16-minute Universal Studio ride. You know, you get into the the room with the ride, and you have that stupid storyline. It's really basic. The dialogue's awful, or basic, or whatever you want to put it. And then you just go on this just motion of just thrills. That's what it reminded me of watching this movie is just a two hour and 16 minute amusement park ride. You could go one of two ways with this film. One, it could be a dialogue driven film or it could be a high adrenaline thriller. I kind of look back at the movie Crimson Tide, um, where it was a dialogue driven thriller that was very evenly paced that relied on its dialogue to give you thrills. Michael Bay ain't doing that. So this one, he does what he knows he can do to get the audience's attention, which is simple dialogue, lots of booms, and active camera work. The pacing on it is pretty, pretty spot on for a Michael Bay film. But the one thing that he does miss in this movie is you have the medic that's stuck in the ambulance with him. And about end of the second act, you kind of forget she's even there. So they focus a little too much on the two main characters. Characters aren't shared across the screen in the ambulance evenly. You have a total of four people in the ambulance. The two main criminals obviously stay the focus the entire two hours. And then by the end of the movie, we want to care about the two characters they forgot about in the middle of the movie. The characters aren't paced out right, so that's a big issue with it. But without getting too technical with a Michael Bay movie, here's the deal. And I know I'm going to get a lot of crap for this. I had a blast with this movie. This movie, I went into expecting a Michael Bay movie, and I maybe have, I can count on one hand how many movies I actually liked a Michael Bay. But this one, it did the trick for me. It entertained, uh, the dialogue complemented the, the camera motion. The ending is kind of like a meh ending. It entertained for the two hours and 16 minutes. I was on the edge of my seat. Again, for what it is, I'm giving this a good review. In no way, shape, or form is this a masterpiece, a work of art, but this movie is just dumb popcorn fun. It knows its audience. It knows what it's trying to do. And for that, I will give credit that they're tailoring to the audience without making the audience feel dumber. With that said, I'm giving Ambulance three stars generously.
And I just want to take a second to promote a podcast I've been listening to, and I listen to them every chance I get. Every new episode I look forward to, it's super familiar with the Wilsons. Take a listen to this. The Super Familiar with the Wilsons podcast. You know that family whose house you hung out in when you were a kid? The house was a little loud and chaotic, but always fun, and sometimes felt more home than home. Well, that's us. We're the Wilsons, and we welcome you into our podcast with silly chat, ridiculous games, and interviews with interesting people. Like a spin doctor. The Super Familiar with the Wilsons podcast. Welcome home. Who could not love the Wilsons? Make sure you check out their podcast. Make sure you leave them a review. Show them some support. This is a podcast I I am absolutely obsessed with. You're going to enjoy it, so check them out. Hey, you, get over here. Oh, I know what it is. You're afraid. Because I'm the big bad wolf, the villain of every story. Duh. And this is the crew, Mr. Angela, Mr. Shark, Mr. Piranha, Mr. Snake. Everyone copy. 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 We're the bad guys. It's crime time, baby. Shark. We need a distraction. Do I get to improvise? Fine. Please be subtle. I'm having a baby! Is there a doctor? Or perhaps several security guards that could leave their post and help me? We're never given a chance to be anything more than criminals. But these are the cards we've been dealt, so we might as well play them. Here, let me help you. Are you okay, ma'am? Thank you, dear. You're such a good boy. Wait, what? I'm the bad guy. All good, brother? All good, yeah, yeah. You ever wonder what it'd be like if the world wasn't scared of us? Never gonna happen. Guys, we're gonna go good. Did you get hit on the head? You villains have an image problem. You need a makeover. So criminal. Well, there goes our street cred. Well, I'm tired of being an outcast. Maybe I don't want to be a... What? A bad guy? You're going to have to choose between your friends or the good life. They're the only friends I have ever had. You have a chance to write your own story. What have you got to lose? I don't know. My dignity? Yeah, well, that ship has already sailed. So you're a tough guy, like a really rough guy. That is an animal testing lab with helpless guinea pigs. I'll rescue them. You've never volunteered for anything. Oh. Come on, Snake, open up. Relax. These doors are complicated. Are you kidding me? We're supposed to save them, not eat them? Well, I'd say they've gone to a better place. I'm not bad, son. I'm not bad, son. A wolf, a snake, a tarantula, a shark, and a piranha. That is the cast to the new family film, The Bad Guys. Several reformed yet misunderstood criminal animals attempt to become good with some disastrous results along the way. Now, I remember going to the original Toy Story in the 90s, and I remember walking out of that film feeling refreshed of seeing something brand new, something the eyes have never seen before. I had that same feeling walking out of the bad guys. 
Now, the movie is directed by Pierre Pirafel, the first major directorial debut for this director. He was an animator previously for Kung Fu Panda, Shrek Forever After, Monsters vs. Alien, and numerous other short films. Now, this is impressive to me that a director got this so right. This movie hits all the marks when it comes to it. And I had the pleasure of bringing my co-reviewer of Family Films, the expert when it comes to kids' movies, Brooklyn, to this movie. And you're going to get her take on this movie here shortly. But I want to give my point of view on this, and then we can get the kids' point of view on this. Because I'm absolutely excited about this movie that I want to go see it again. This is a very important movie with a lot of requels, sequels coming out, and just recycled garbage coming out of kids' movies, that there's nothing really original coming out this one changes the course for family film this is the first time i feel the adults just had equal fun as much as the kids this movie hits all the major marks when it comes down to it now the movie was written by ethan cohen is responsible for such works as get hard men in black 3 tropic thunder king of the hill beefs and butthead personal favorite idiocracy and I'm not going to really tag onto it, but he also wrote The Dumpster Fire of Holmes and Watson. But we can forgive him for this. This is his redemption. Ethan Cohen. this is one of his best pieces of work. And it is a pleasure that it is now a family film that both kids and adults can enjoy. The plot pacing is absolutely on mark. There's every single character on screen is interesting and has its own individuality. Now, the lessons that you have for family is that you can redeem yourself from mistake. You can become good after making bad decisions. The messaging in this movie is subtle for kids, but it's absolutely incredible. The adults will also enjoy the heist aspect of it and the action built into it. Towards the end, there is a couple plot twists that will have adults very entertained and pleased by the end. Now, it uses a lot of plot points that we've seen before in adult movies and they've transferred it over to a family friendly movie the movie is rated pg but it is very mild when it comes down to the rating there is nothing really bad in this movie the one thing i will say that stood out is the use of the background the cars the uh, props anything that is used beside the character it just complements the way the characters stand out this movie is going to be an amazing family film that everybody should see. It is one of my favorite animated films that I've seen in a long, long time. And you know what? I'm going to go see this movie again. I had a blast as an adult watching. I don't even need my co-host to go with me. I'll go see it by myself as she gives me a dirty look. This movie is one that's going to be in my family library for times to come. I'm giving the bad guys three and a half stars. I recommend that you take your families to go see it. The entire family will have a blast with this movie. It is incredible. And again, one thing that will stand out that I've said before, the adults will have just as much fun as the kids will. But I shouldn't have said that first because we're about to get the kids review from the movie. Brooklyn, welcome to the show. Hello. So Brooklyn, we just got out of the bad guys. What's your take? What's your review? Tell me your thought. Well, I think it was a four out of four. Really? Four out of four? Yeah. Are we actually going to agree on this this episode? Yes. Yes, we are. I think this is the first time we're actually agreeing on a movie right now. Brooklyn, tell, tell me more. What'd you like about the movie? Well, the animation was really good. Um, I think this 
was a ten. If I if I could, I'd do like a thousand out. Of- a thousand out of ten. Wow. Okay. So, what was your favorite part of the movie? Well, that's hard. They're they're all the every part of the movie was good. Every part. If you had to pick one single part of the movie that stood out, that just pops into your head right now, what would it be? Well, this is not really a spoiler because it was already in the movie. and Well, trailer. He um, went in to save the gerbils and ate them all. That one was pretty funny. And what I really liked about this movie is the humor. They have a nice mix of humor that's both appropriate for kids and adults. I found myself smiling through this entire movie, and I think all the jokes they had in this movie just landed really well. What do you think? Well, I saw your face. You were like, "Mm -hmm, I like this movie. I love this movie. I will watch it again, and I will buy it. Oh, absolutely, I'm going to buy it. This movie had me smiling from ear to ear, and mostly because you have a lot of kids' movies have a really off balance where it's either really targeted to kids or and they throw a couple things in for adults here and there to kind of smile at. What I loved about this movie, the writers and the director were really intelligent. The balance was spot on when it comes to uh, having the both the parents and the kids. There's something for everybody in this, and it never sways one way. All the jokes landed were both kid and parent uh, funny, the action with both kids and parent entertaining, and the animation is top form in this film. There is barely anything I can say negative about this, except the only reason I gave it three and a half instead of four is by the third act, it tended to drag a little bit and it started to lose its pacing a little bit. That's minor. Oh, you're giving me the stop sign. Oh, what? I just thought by the third act when I won't give anything away. By the third act, when they have a conflict, and I think you know what I'm talking about, I think it dragged on a little longer than it should have. But all in all, I thought they did an amazing job. Wait, so you're saying it took too long? But, 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 but wait. Okay. Normally, Marvel movies are like they're fighting until the beginning to the end. Yeah. How's it long? How's it long? It's long. So pacing means it feels a little unbalanced, meaning it's not keeping up with the rest of the movie. So Marvel movies aren't? Marvel movies, now again, Marvel movies are not always fast-paced. They're not always well-balanced. But that doesn't mean I always give Marvel movies a good review. Yeah, but some movies you like, they are slow-paced and... They, you don't give them a bad review. And normally when I see your face, you're like, I don't like this, but you still give it a good rate. It's about the pacing for the entire movie. For example, if it's starting off really good and it's just tugging along throughout the movie, and then there's a slow part that just seems like it's just kind of hovering and it's not really going anywhere, then that kind of holds the movie back for me a little bit. So, and I think that did it in the third act. What really saved it was the animation was still eye-pleasing to look at and the characters you're really invested with. Like I said, the, all mm-hmm. the main characters, there wasn't one character that we didn't care for and we didn't like. Would you agree? I would agree. I would agree. Be- but I didn't really care for the chief, if you know what I mean. The chief, is, yeah. I mean, they wrote that character chief. to be kind of an obnoxious character. 
Yes. And, you know, I think they did a pretty mm-hmm. good job making us feel that that character was obnoxious. But yeah. at the end of the day, uh, towards the end of the movie, I think they did a good job on closing that character up and having relevance to the rest mm-hmm. of the cast. Yeah. Would you agree? I would agree, I guess. You'd give it a four out of four. Yes. I'm giving it a three and a half. And only because of the third act just dragged for a little bit. And I think they could have done a couple different things to kind of keep up with the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. I have to say, families, go see this movie. It is going to be the best family animated feature you will see in a very long time. Actually, it's probably going to be the best movie you'll ever see, but it's my opinion. All right. That, it's a mine opinion. It's, it's a your, you just got Italian on us. It's a your opinion. <laughs> Stop. We had a blast at this movie. I recommend everybody going to check it out. Mm-hmm. Go yeah. watch The Bad Guys. Support this film. We would love to support originality and stuff we've never seen on screen before. Yes. And the creators of this film did an amazing job. Brooklyn gave it four out of four. I'm giving it three and a half. Mm-hmm. But strongly recommend. It's a brilliant film. Go see The Bad Guys. That's our verdict. we conclude this week's episode of the movie wire when i give a very special shout out to the brilliant brooklyn for joining us once again to help review the latest family film the bad guys i also want to give a special shout out to those of you that are following and listening each week if you haven't yet make sure you hit that follow button leave us a review on apple Podcasts and spotify also you can find me on instagram and twitter at movie show Also, check out the website at themoviewire.com. And one last favor I'll ask from all the listeners. The next time the credits roll, stay not just because there might be something after. Stay to show respect to those that put their blood, sweat, and tears into making a film that got you entertained or got you to have a discussion. Until next week. We will see you at the movies. A verdict has been made on this episode of The Movie Wire by your host, Justin Hansen. He thanks you for listening to the show. You can follow Justin on Instagram and Twitter at Movie Wire Show or visit his website, www.themoviewire.com. Oh, and don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I'm sure he'd love to hear from you. Until next time, we will see you at the movies.